Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake-up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. We enter into our meeting with Jesus today with our prayer of consecration. Let's pray it together. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In the times of peace the hours may bring. In the seasons of wilderness that make me strong. In the freedom of surrender before your cross. In the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, Jesus Answered, Part 2. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, verses 1 to 8. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place, and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Consider this. Jesus is not going to leave anything undone in the wild. He chooses to have an answer for every offer made to him to leave his name behind and to choose a lesser vocation. He answers, and the work of the Christian is the same. When the world declares its answers to the racial issues of our time, we answer with the Word of God and the call to see others as our brothers and sisters and family. When the world declares its answers to the political issues of our time, we answer. We declare our allegiance to the one true God and defy any political party that makes him a mascot of their ideology. When the world declares its answers to the sexual issues of our time, we answer. We declare that our bodies and our identity belong to the Lord and that no narration of a disordered creation will displace his promises to love us and heal us with his restoring affection. Christians do not have all the answers, and sometimes we must be silent as the world presses in on us, demanding we say something. Often those taunts come from a polarizing motive, a desire to claim us as part of their percentage or dismiss us as enemies. But answers we must have, and the Word of God 
is where we begin. Yes, the word is nuanced and must be understood deeply and well, and in light of the whole counsel of the scriptures. But we are not left to ourselves and the zeitgeist, the spirit of the age, of our times. We don't live in an uncared-for creation, in a loveless, cold, and random universe. We are beloved. And that is the answer Jesus received at his baptism. All his other answers in the wild and throughout the gospel stories were derivatives of this answer. For God so loved the world that he gave. John 3.16 Our God is a giver, and we don't need the enemy's distributions to store up for ourselves treasure in this life. Do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Matthew 6, 19-20 We are in love training, and Jesus, our Master, has preceded us in loving that which the Father loves, gives, and provides for us in this life. We must answer the spirit of our age when it creeps into our mind to convince us we own more, need more, want more, and should get more than the Father is giving. We can't paint a pretty face on greed and call it holy ambition. Nor can we fill a baptismal and baptize our consumerism to make it holy. To want what the Father wants for us, this is what Jesus did, and what the wild will teach us to do if we let it. When the going gets tough, answer the enemy you face. It will shut him down for the next round and leave no room for your heart to wander. The Prayer Lord of the wild, we have often lacked an answer for the enemy's temptation, and it creates room for us to let him have his way. Teach us to answer with your word, your promises, and your vision of the life you intend for a child of God. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Questions What could you begin to practice now in order to better answer the enemy's temptations later? Are you doing it, or are you planning to start? This is just a note to let you know that a very special Easter wake-up call series on The Letter to the Romans with J.D. Walt will begin on April 17th. For this Easter, we've created a very special print journal to go with the series. You can use it daily as you read the series. That journal is available for purchase now on seedbed.com, and there are limited copies available. We'll also have a weekly preacher fellowship call with Brent Parker and J.D. Walt, available for pastors to incorporate these teachings into weekly sermons. This is a free gift for all pastors. You can register via the link in the wake-up call email. 
This is also finally a great opportunity to invite friends and family to join the wake-up call through the Easter season. They can sign up at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. Thanks so much.